Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of your podcast exist in this world. Bite, sex act, crazy bite. No, bro, I can't drop out of the scene for 14 months and show up as a co-host. I'm a donkey show right in the middle of that. They always say to review IPAs last. The bitterness can destroy your palate for other beers. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. My co, my co-host went for a smoke. <laughs> So he'll be he'll be here. <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, well, if it's anything like yesterday, uh, we'll be waiting for an hour. That's, that's exactly what he said. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, that's what he said. He walked. He said, uh, "I'm gonna go take a smoke break." <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what's up, man? Already exposed. Not much. <laughs> he's no, like, so be, this I, is the asshole. Yeah, wait, yeah, this is the asshole. I'm the yeah, asshole yeah. of beer of uh, opinion. No, 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 no. I was like, he's probably. I, I called it. I was like, he probably took off because, like, well, if it's a repeat of yesterday, then I got some time to go <laughs> yeah. do some chores and some errands. <laughs> some chores and some errands. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go to the store real quick. You know. Yeah. I yeah. Had to, I had to wash some clothes. Yeah. <laughs> wash some clothes. But yeah, man, it's John Hedder. We got John Hedder on the show, everybody. Fun stuff. How are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing well. Doing well. <laughs> uh, man, you're an awesome guy. You're a fun guy. It's, it's crazy that we got you on. I've been I've been trying my best to get you on. Uh, as you, <laughs> uh, I've even I, I try to find like greasy entertainment contact, all kinds of stuff. Just what? Who's calling me? <laughs> all kinds of things just trying to uh find a way to get you on even if it was just to stare at you if i had no questions blankly just, stare at you just, for 30 minutes that'd be an interesting podcast right there just two of us we don't talk on this podcast we looking. just stare at each other yeah we just stare yeah. and drink beer which is even weirder because it's like am i staring at your picture or at the camera when i exactly i, 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 I kind this? of been wondering, like do i stare at us or him that. or us or him no. <laughs> that's, i guess that's why you're wearing the sunglasses so that you know nobody knows that you're actually looking at the screen when the, me you look like you're looking at me <laughs> exactly i see you seeing me i see you see, I, I see you seeing me looking at you <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> but um but yeah, man, you've been on a lot of stuff. You you've been uh, in so many movies, from you know paranormal meth heads to figure skating with <laughs> Will Ferrell. Oh, dude, yeah. I forgot about that one. Huh? No offense, but yeah, dude, Blaze of Glory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that's the one you forgot about, and not the paranormal meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think you'd have to see first in order to forget, and I don't think it. Yeah. But, you know. I've seen a good, yeah. yeah. No, I've seen it. It's just like, I, I don't know why I forgot about Blades of Glory. You know, just, I forget about the past. No, he said you have to have seen the meth head one. Yeah, I've seen that one. And I didn't forget the about The meth head one? one? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that and, uh, and then most, re- uh, I think the most recent one I watched was um, Jeff Saves the World. That was fun. That was a good movie. Yeah, thanks. See, well, yeah. let's talk about that one. I've never heard of that one or anything. What's, what's it about? I, I was waiting for you. He, he looked oh, at yeah, you. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's your movie. I thought like, you know. <laughs> well, I was, I, I was curious if maybe he, you know, we do all the, we do all the, you know, the marketing. And so we're sick of, you know, saying oh, the same thing. Sick of marketing. Like, oh. you market the movie. Okay. He's tired of it. This is a guy. He runs a, um, he runs a bowling alley or is a manager of a bowling alley or something. Or he's a 
lead manager of the bowling alley and they're about to close it down. He does not want it to be closed down because it's a big part of his life. And, and he uh, tries to hold this big event, big new event to get the money to keep it open and shenanigans and, and shenanigans ensure. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the plot of a classic kids eighties movie where, you know, they're tearing down something that everybody cares about. And so they got to like, try to save the farm, save the building, save the <laughs> good- <laughs> it's just goonies, but without pirates, treasure, action, uh, romance. No, there's a little or bit. Or any of the things that brings you yeah. to the theater. <laughs> that made it cool. No, I, it was a good movie. I was very, very pleased with it. But uh, yeah, good job. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look into that in the future. You do, a lot of, good. you do a lot of fun stuff. You even keep, uh, you keep the Aquabats relevant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe the acrobats keep me relevant. Oh man, <laughs> turn that I around. So. I think hey. they've done more stuff recently. Yeah. <laughs> hey homies, I love popping a wheelie. So I just like, yeah yeah. <laughs> so I just I used to you know acrobats used to be I used to have at least three songs always on a playlist, and I need to get back into that. I I was watching like I, I think I just now seen the uh the music video you were in where you played dwayne johnson (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was the aquabats that was the aquabats uh little they kind of did they came back because they had their tv show but then you know that got uh, canceled or whatever and then they came and did like a a youtube series so it was like more of the same thing but it was short episodes so it was actually a ton of fun because, yeah, I got to play some guy called Dwayne Johnson, yeah. which was just a nod. And he's the invisible man, but he's like not invisible. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, his nips. <laughs> Check out those nips. Those aren't, those aren't rock nips. Yeah, those aren't the rock nips. Uh, the rock has better nips than that. <laughs> so, uh, so this is opinions and beer. We are drinking uh, Tiger's Blood. Uh, Tiger Blood struggles. It's kind of like Liger Blood. I was just gonna say <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose. It <laughs> was. <laughs> throw it in and say, oh, it's like Liger's Blood. Like, <laughs> he knew. He, it was yeah. too. It was too easy. That's what it is. Bound <laughs> to give you strength through darkest times. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, yeah. We try to find beers that uh, we can somehow. Even if it's vaguely tied into the guest, <laughs> the one in your background says "Struggle Tart." Yes, it's a it's a so uh, this beer is brewed by Struggle Street Brewing Company, and their um and their version of uh, Berlin Berliner Weisses or sours, or they call them Struggle Tarts. That's like their. That's supposed to be like a play on sweet tart, I think, because yeah, it dude, looks it's, like it's like yeah. drinking a sweet tart. Is man. it a it tart? Is a strawberry. Uh, yeah. It's like a sour. It's, it's a Berlin wine. Yeah, Ber- Berliner wise. It is like drinking yeah. a strawberry watermelon soda. Coconut. It, yeah, watermelon with coconut. A, with a dab of coconut. This is this is the most unbeer flavored beer out there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a like a gross mix, but uh, it's like I'm, beer for children. <laughs> you guys get sponsored by these guys at all or no? Nah. No. <laughs> okay, so we can rag on it all we want. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh he he watches the show. I think the brewer, the brewer, the guy he, he shares our show, so I'm not gonna rag on him too bad. Yeah, we can't rag. Yeah, no, him let's too not bad. rag him too much. Hey, it's cool <laughs> packaging. Sours all day. He'll be like, "We're reviewing a sour." I just fucking sigh. Like, 
God, you know, just a candy flavored beer. You know, I just want a beer flavored beer, man. Yeah, they, I mean, they got real popular within the last two years. Like sours have really blown up and they're trying all kinds of different things. There's marshmallows and peanut butter and flavor. jelly. And peanut butter jelly. Oh. No, yeah, PB&J sour. Yeah. yeah, that was that was good. Are you <laughs> now, uh, you would make three out of 27. Uh, are you into craft beer? I, I, uh, I don't know if even if I, I don't drink, so oh, I, I, okay. I, I, I like, I like looking at them sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got um, cans and bottles and stuff, man. Yeah. I, you know, I was like, if I got into drinking, would I be into wine or beer? I don't Look, know. And they make, they make very whiny beers. They have like lambic whiny beers. That just sounds like beer for lame wads. Yeah, I guess well, so. Also, well, also, like uh, that that made me think about how like if you get like a really strong beer, like uh once upon a time we were trying like these 21% alcohol beers and 25% alcohol beers, and they've been like they were so old they've lost their carbonation, but they're they're still good to drink. They're like like not so old that you shouldn't drink them. But uh it was like drinking beer wine, man. And that that's that that's what that made me think of. Beer <laughs> wine. It's like beer cheer wine. wine, but with beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't, yeah. don't don't feel too bad if you don't like craft beer. Like we uh, ironically get a lot of people that don't drink at all. We have a uh, recovering alcoholics on the show, so it's just one of those <laughs> doing a great job too. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those. You guys are no, no, no. You, you got it wrong. You're covering alcoholics, not recovering. Just covering. You're covering. <laughs> don't worry, we'll cover it up, bro. We'll right, cover it up. Right. We'll just edit out uh, the parts where you drink. So obviously, Mr. John Header. Uh, you are in uh, one of the biggest films ever, uh, instant cult classic, if you didn't know, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. And uh, recently you came on, you teased it a little bit uh, on the interweb, or someone teased it, someone on the interweb teased that you may or may not be working on Napoleon Dynamite 2. Oh, I didn't tease that. Oh, you didn't? No, that wasn't me. No, we're not working on a part two. <laughs> uh, not at all. Not, no, not that I'm aware of. Okay. <laughs> and I do believe he'd be aware of it if it was going down. You know? I feel <laughs> like I probably would. Yeah. Any any conversations at all? Uh, there's always been conversation, but sometimes those conversations are just with myself. Okay. Uh, just or like, just oh, what if? You know, I think. Um, but there has... I think the word is out that, you know, to the director, Jared has, who wrote and directed it. I think yeah. he knows that we'd be up for it. And when I say we, it's like me and the rest of the cast. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we put it out there and, but it's kind of in his hands. So. Well, I know. Um, I'm trying to get his contact. I'll talk him into it. <laughs> well, with, with as much time has gone by, would it be that classic, like, Years have gone by, and this is where they are. No, now. that'd be fun. I think, and in fact, in fact, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. We do a uh, uh, from here to there. We do a little pitch segment. I'm gonna go ahead and pitch Napoleon Dynamite two. Uh, a right. little little synopsis. Uh, okay. I want Napoleon Dynamite two to be the cast of Napoleon Dynamite, uh, and they are found by the writer who, who's the Flight of Concords dude from um, the other Jared Hess movie. What's that? Oh, Jared? Jermaine Clement. Yeah, Jermaine Clement, I want him. He comes in, and he's trying to shoot a movie, and he has the Napoleon Dynamite crew shooting a movie for like based off like the book he's trying to steal. And are they just crew members, like, you know, pulling the stop lighting? I, I think gaffing? it's like it, it's kind of – it's going to be like kind of more of a uh, 
like a major side plot and maybe not the main focus, but I think yeah. it's going to be a big fun stuff having you guys interact with that kind of like that kind eccentric, of- you know, insulting character. <laughs> oh, and it's the same character. Yes, from- I wanted to. Yes, I ah, wanted to be like. So a it's main- like a shared universe. Yeah, combination. And you know, everyone's digging that these days, so that would totally I think, work. Well, I think I yeah. think Jared Hess he films all his movies in a style and like a, in a tone that are very similar. I think it, it would be fun to do a shared universe with that would be interesting a shared universe of his other things would you have uh you know nacho libre he did yes so you have him come into the exactly into it as well and just randomly and maybe like no build up just (laughs) like like, look at that look i think jermaine clement's character comes in and he wants to shoot a documentary on uh like something about immigration or or the roots. And so Napoleon takes Pedro and they want to go to Mexico to find his roots and they go down to Mexico and they run into Nacho. Yes. And so, yeah, that's already three of his movies. <laughs> oh my God. This movie needs to be made. <laughs> we did it. Jared, get your ass on this. <laughs> but, uh, so now, now you are, you, you, you are, this, this next question may have already been answered in, in, in a sense, but, um, you are very well known for Napoleon Dynamite. Does that get tiresome at times? Um, I don't know about tiresome. I think if it, it would, if I was, I don't know. It's not like, you know, you're doing interviews every day and you're running to unknowns every day. And if you are, it's like, I don't know. It, I, I think we get tiresome if I, if I like hated it, if I hated like Napoleon, but the world, the movie, it's so personal to me. And I, I love it. I love the movie. And I think if I just did it, if it was just another paid gig that I was like, all right, I'll do this. This is stupid. Then that would get annoying. Oh, yeah. But I think I like the movie so much that it's cool. Like hearing people like, yeah, dude, we're into it. That's rad. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, it's fun that you've like, you've really, you've created such an iconic character and now you're cemented. No matter, no matter what you do, you'll always be cemented as like this iconic Napoleon Dynamite character and your legacy will live on forever. <laughs> so yes. That's, yeah. so that's they fun. made a bronze statue of Napoleon. Yes. What? So much so. You didn't it's know that? on the Fox yeah. lot. So if, if everything goes down and the uh, you know apocalypse happens, at least our alien overlords will know who represented Earth when they <laughs> statues left behind. Uh, so uh, so after so after Napoleon Dynamite, you do you do quite a bunch of stuff. You do bench warmers with you know the Adam Sandler crew. You're doing Blades of Glory. You're doing um, I feel I feel like there's a third there was a third big one you really did. Uh, I, oh, I say um, it's a big one. A school for scoundrels. I think school for sound scoundrels was a big because uh, working with um Billy Bob Thornton. I, yeah. Anyone. <laughs> and so, uh, but you do a lot of you do a lot of indie movies, really. You know, like Movie McAllister really enjoyed that movie. Uh, and then all you know some of these like the ghost, the ghost one, and and uh, sa- uh, saving the world. So, uh, did you did you turn down the Illuminati? Is that what happened? <laughs> or do you just enjoy doing the indie or do you just do the, the Hollywood Hollywood Audi? Yeah. Um, Hollywood Audi. No, I um um yeah, I just I, I enjoy doing whatever. I mean, you okay. know, obviously 
like there's there's so much joy I get from doing the independent films because I I don't want to say that there's less pressure, but there is like you know it's coming from a place indie most indie filmmakers are they're doing their thing because they are passionate about it and it's not just a for hire kind of job you know they're there because they either wrote it um and they just truly believe in the project and you got most of the rest of the crew and most indie films you know they're not getting paid a lot so they're doing it because they want to um and and normally you're kind of you know stuck in a place with the rest of the crew and cast for an extended period of time so it's like a summer camp whenever you do indie films when you do like feature film, I mean, like big studio films, even if you're off, uh, like I just shot one last year. Ooh, I think we're going to talk about it. But last <laughs> year I shot one in Thailand and it was a studio film, but kind of a studio indie. Yeah. Uh, but yet that had the vibe and, and yet you're still not hanging out with the entire crew because it's just a much bigger crew and it's not as... Uh, intimate you know Not as yeah. tight. yeah i understand that so uh yeah you you brought it up uh the big reason why you're on here is because trimmers eight is coming out real soon Trimmer seven. Oh my Yo, god like, Man, i wrote down eight didn't i Trimmer i'm pretty seven. sure it's seven i could yeah, be wrong no it's tremor seven it's tremor like, seven you know seven. you know what it is i i i forget i i write off four i think four is like oh it's a prequel and then this is eight so i, I feel like there's a missing <laughs> just... or maybe it's a tv series i think the tv series is a solid if you write one. off four if you write off four then this would be tremor six you're oh, you're right i don't know what i'm doing no 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 i i'm actually i'm actually a quite a maybe story. if you're thinking if you're adding in the the prequel and the tv show then this would be like the eighth installment of a tremors in the tremors universe there we go yeah, I, was, I think that's what he's thinking i was mostly right, <laughs> <laughs> I was mostly right. <laughs> but uh so tremor seven coming out you're the co-lead um was that a, always the plan as you as the co or did uh was jamie kennedy backing out of the show did that kind of move you along with the script i don't know it's all i know really is you know they uh universal just came and i mean it's like the powers that be just offered it to me oh that's, that's pretty cool. much it <laughs> like, yeah. i got the script and like hey do you want to be in it i uh i hadn't seen the other ones i'd seen the first one um but so i was familiar with oh tremors yeah the big graboid creatures yeah um so i read the script and uh and i dug it i thought it was a lot of fun and i was like dude shooting all this stuff in thailand heck yes um, so yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened with Jamie Kennedy. Um, yeah. I don't know if he was, you know, signed on for the next movie, but, um, well, but, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, I, I went and joined a lot of the, uh, trimmers groups or whatever, uh, to stir up them, but <laughs> stir them up, <laughs> stir them up. But a lot, a lot of people, they, they kind of felt like Jamie Kennedy was kind of being put in as the, you know, he's, he was made as the son of Burt Gummer. Uh, within the franchise and they felt like he was kind of even built up to kind of take the franchise over or whatever uh should should that ever be needed uh, yeah and uh so yeah trimmers eight you and jamie kennedy is that a thing seven 
No, Trimmer's eight. Next one. Yeah, okay, I was like, you're, you're, you're messing up oh, again, bro. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he wasn't in this one, so I don't know if they're bringing, you know, if he was taking a break. Um, in well, I, I don't know if I can say spoilers. They have a little. They have like one line in it that kind of explains why he's not in it, and I won't give yeah, that away. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I don't know if the script was written to for me to be his son because it was like when I read it, it doesn't. He's not his son. Yeah. It's I just play the scientist who has no relation to him. So I don't know if that was a last second script change or if that was always the case. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe he was going to be the romantic lead to my character and they just thought, no, it's too progressive. Let's just, <laughs> the world's not ready. Too progressive. <laughs> uh, anytime in the film, do you say things like um, <clears throat> these graboids freaking sorry, no, eat the food, you graboid eat the food. <laughs> I am the food. Eat me. <laughs> God, Shriekers freaking suck. Oh. <laughs> Shriekers are the worst. Uh, pretty worst, worst animal so, of all time. So how was it working with Michael Gross? Michael Gross, I mean, Family Ties, Tremors. He's a big name, man. He's a big name. He, he's kept this franchise alive. Was it fun working alongside him? I loved it. It was great. I was like, we first met when we got on the plane to Thailand. So, I mean, I knew he was involved. I knew when I got the script, I was like, okay, so this is going to have Michael Gross, right? And, you know, you're reading the script and he doesn't get introduced for like the first, you know, I mean, maybe even 20 pages, maybe less, oh, yeah. but um, I was like, okay, there he is. Um, yeah. And he's there in all his glory, but you know, Michael Gross is such, he's so opposite of, from Burt Gummer. I mean, he is kind of a no nonsense type, type of guy, but you know, he's so eco-friendly and wants to save the planet and wants to hug every tree and and he's just like and and you know again when i met him he had a big old big old beard like a big shaggy beard and long hair (laughs) bizarre like to see him like with all this hair and like um and so it was really cool to sit you know meet him he was just this he was dressed in all this kind of loose fitting kind of uh not khaki but it felt like uh some guy going on a vacation to um well this is october this is about a year ago november almost a year ago and so and it looked like he was going on safari and it was just kind of like loose fitting clothes and it was just kind of ha- and his and his beard was very white so he so, looked like a skinny skinny santa claus so, um, so he so he legitimately grew all that out for the for the for the movie yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I, at first I wasn't even sure it was him because I'm so used to seeing him. Like, Burt Gummer has nothing. He's bald. Yeah. He has no hair. He has that mustache. And this guy was like, and I figured, I was like, he's probably going to be on this plane somewhere. There he is. And he was just the sweetest guy. And we had a blast. What's uh, What are some of your best times on set while filming? Um, this was one, I mean, this is honestly one of the best the best filming experiences I've ever had, which is weird to say, cause I was like, you know, it's part of like the sub studio um, space where it's universal pictures property, but they, you know, these are all their straight to DVD kind of franchises that they have. They just put it on, they make these movies, they go straight to DVD or digital or whatever. So, you know, it was a fixed, you know, it's a, it's a smaller budget than their typical uh, studio proper films. Um, 
So I just it was like, I remember thinking, okay, this is going to be crazy. We've got like 25, 30 days, maybe to shoot like four weeks, essentially to shoot a special effects action film with all this stuff in Thailand. I was like, this is crazy. He's like, yeah, this is what they got to do. But this director who's like a powerhouse who does like 50 films a year and does all these kind of things. I was like, yeah, you just kind of get on set and you do your thing the best you can. And he'll put in his two cents every now and then, but you just, I mean, it's like shot after shot. They work fast. So I was a little worried going and like, is this going to be like, a, is the crew just going to be stressed and uh, bad? I mean, it was such a fun experience. It was so different. Number one, it was Thailand. Thailand yeah. was just, yeah. I mean, it's amazing, amazing place. It's always perfect weather there. Um, and so it was just gorgeous. We're shooting, I mean, just the locations. We were like on the boats in crystal clear water out in these islands. We're in the jungle. Um we, they built, everything was on set. We didn't shoot anything on sound stages. There's one scene in a cave just because they had to like use a flamethrower. So they had to build like a quick cave set. Yeah. But most of the cave you see in the film is actually all real cave. It's just first shot of the flamethrower. Um, so we're, everything's on location. We're in real caves, real jungles, real everything. And it was, uh, and the crew was incredible. They were all mostly Thai. So language was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but they were the nicest people. The Thai people were the nicest people. So, um, but answer your question, what's my favorite? I mean, the cast was great. Um, the food was amazing. Uh, and I think just really was just showing up on set every day. And it's just like, I can't believe we're here. It's like jungle paradise. I'm just gorgeous. You're right on a beach. And I, I just got the new iPhone 11 Pro. Oh, I had yeah. just gotten it. So I was going crazy with like, you know, oh my gosh, this takes the best pictures. And all these sunsets every day were just insane. And it was like, I can't believe I'm, this is like my job. I'm working on an, a tropical island, essentially. That's You're awesome. on the clock right there. And all that yeah, we, <laughs> one day we might go to Florida. <laughs> one day <laughs> if we save up enough with our iphone sixes it sucks <laughs> we have the first samsung galaxy what are you talking about <laughs> there you go. We, have, we have galaxy one <laughs> galaxy one man i'm just happy to have shoot, an it can shoot 30 megapixels <laughs> oh man now where does tremor 7 take place is he just it, said well now does it take place well, in we thailand? It in thailand. actually it takes place i don't know if they say in the movie but it's apparently the solomon islands oh yeah is it it's like is close a to, different uh, like papua man. new guinea or something yeah somewhere around there i think uh it's not the same area as thailand but i mean it's you know kind of tropical island yeah it's movies i mean they they filmed in africa for the last movie and said it was canada so i don't know i think they <laughs> shot the last no, i think they shot the last two films before in uh south africa yeah yeah and it was <laughs> yeah. it was like either canada i think one took place in south africa and then the next year i think they're like it was so easy to shoot there let's just shoot there yeah. and color oh, correct canada. everything and make it look like cold canada yeah oh, <laughs> Oh, that's uh, gonna be a challenge. Was it? Uh, that's just so crazy. I think it's cool. It's kind of cool that they that they moved away. I know a lot of fans, a lot of like the uh, what what are they called? Like, what, what would you call someone that likes things a certain uh, way? 
They're very uh, typical. I don't know. A lot of fans that are kind of they get they get kind of upset that they move away from you know per- perfection valley. It's like this should all take place there, you know, and whatnot. You know, they so it, it, I was yeah. I want to ask you because it sounds like you know you said you've been shaking the hornet's nest and getting into all these like uh, <laughs> hardcore tremor fan yes. fan groups and stuff. I mean, what is so is the general vibe like? They're not excited for it. Um. No, they're they're excited for it. A lot of they're, they're always excited for a new Tremors movie, and uh, but they just so far they they really hate six, they kind of hate five, and then four's okay. They they say two's the best, three's, two's passable, the best. and then two's they better than one, huh? That's what they say. You know what? I I started I and I look I watched. Just to refresh my memory, I was, I was looking at all these rankings that people were doing. I'm like, I'm going to watch every movie back-to-back and make a solid ranking of what I thought they are back-to-back. And I think I, – so I ranked two at the bottom. <laughs> now, wait, 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 real fast. Is this – did you do this in preparation for this, or are you just a Tremors fan? Uh, it was a mix. I am a Tremors okay. fan. I am a Tremors fan. I just – I'm actually – I I weirdly am more of a fan of the TV series. I think the TV series is a uh, <laughs> is probably my favorite. I didn't favorite. think they. I thought how many episodes did it run? It was like twelve something. 15. Oh wow! So you're a like fan 15. of the series, and that came out what a couple of years ago or more? The series. The series was two thousand four, I believe. Oh oh wow! Jeez. Yeah, the series. The series came out. Oh, it came out right after three. And then the last two episodes, Burt Gummer wasn't in because he was shooting four. And then, oh, okay. And uh, but I was a big fan of the series. Uh, a lot of Farscape. I don't know if you remember Farscape. A lot of Farscape. Yeah. A lot of Farscape fans uh, at the time canceled. Like they basically tried their best to get it canceled because they were mad that Trimmers took Farscape's time slot. Oh my gosh! Just the, but, just the time slot. Yeah, they were mad. Time slot. Well, I think I think I think they ultimately removed Farscape. That was the thing. They like Farscape left, and they blamed it on Tremors. You know, yeah, taking the yeah, spot. Yeah. However, the first the first Tremors episode, night one, is still the number one most watched uh, night in sci-fi history. So I think that's in the sci-fi channel's history. Okay. So All that's right, a that that's an interesting. Right, so let's hear your ranking. My ranking. So <clears throat> I rank Tremors, the first one, as number one. I think that uh, it was shot really well. I think it was a great uh, monster movie, and I thought the performances were really well, really well done. At number two, number two, I put five, which made a lot of people mad. Huh. <laughs> I put five there because I, I liked a lot of the reimaginings of the trim of the graboids and the ass blasters. Uh, I'm I'm glad they left. Uh, I'm I'm glad they left Shriekers out until now because pre five, uh, Shrieker. I mean, uh, the Shriekers were probably my least favorite uh design. The monster design did not like the monster design. I felt a lot of shots were cheesy during the daylight. They were better of night creatures. Uh, yeah. uh, five. I also I also like Jamie Kennedy, even though I didn't really like Jamie Kennedy and Michael Gross's uh uh what's it called. The, uh, I didn't like the chemistry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I felt like they did better by themselves, but together they just did not mix well. Uh, uh. I don't know what it was with them. But um, and then I put three 
but that's because of my connection with the TV series and three in the TV series are very similar. And so I have like a weird spot for three. And so three is three and then four and then six. And then I put tremors two as the worst and it pissed everybody off every but it has fred ward i know but the second half of that movie is garbage garbage. (laughs) i mean it has a lot of see they're like but he says all these things like yeah he says some good lines but the movie is no it's like it's like their budget was pulled and they saved it all for the big explosion at the end the the uh the the shriekers go bad there's a whole scene with the, the, the scene that did it for me. Wait, so the Shriekers are introduced in the second movie? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they look good. They look good in the beginning. They get introduced at night. They attack after. Is that the ones that can walk? Yes. Ah, yeah. They, yeah. At- they attack Burt Gummer's truck, and then it's all cool. But then, like, the next time you see them, they look so bad. I don't know if it was just like. I think I recall I that. Think, I don't like, know if uh, the CGI. But this was pre Street uh Tremors 2 was before CG effects. Yeah, right? that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe just the CG they used when they moved because they 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 still had practical for some shots. But you're saying that they did use some CG effects? Yes. Oh, and I think yeah. I think gonna, I think that's gonna hurt it. I think looking at it from now's perspective, it did hurt it for me. And then there was just like this, there's like weird scenes. They just they just filmed weird scenes where like this guy was he's like in a window talking to this girl. Hey, how you doing? And he goes, oh, it's just it was so really horrible. I was like, from that moment on, there was just like bad acting. That. There was just bad acting. And, and, and besides Burt Gummer's character, I felt like everybody kind of like just started phoning it in the second half. But uh, but also that movie has some production issue, like uh, internal production issues. Because I think Kevin Bacon was supposed to come back. And then halfway through shooting, they were like, oh, I guess he's not coming in. Oh, <laughs> and so we're to shoot his stuff. And oh, so, uh, and so that's what it is. So, so a lot of people got mad at me because I ranked the second movie as the worst, and they all think it's the best movie ever. So that's awesome. Now I got to see like, it. I'm curious where one this two. one's going to land for you, number seven. Yes. <laughs> and, and I'll just check it out after you. We finish this because then you don't have to come straight to my face and say seven is rank seven. No, <laughs> no, no. I. uh uh i've heard <laughs> no i think seven is going to be good i, I really like um i've, I've well, seen if you I've, liked five and six it's the same director i liked five so, you what i liked five I've, i I ranked six just a little oh. above two <laughs> so, oh that's right, that's right. okay i thought so like well five. My, my main right, thing so now i can't tell what you're gonna like. i know well my well my main thing with six and it's a it's kind of a weird thing but i really i don't know who's writing the series or who's like, I feel like they're just not as good at, at the, at following the story, like are connecting everything and making everything like the previous films match up and whatnot. Like things they say didn't match up with like things that happened in six weren't matching up with certain dialogue that happened in five and whatnot, mm. things like that, where I feel like the original creative team really took this as like, this is their baby. This is what, you know, I mean, I mean, after Wild Wild West fails, you got to do something. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I really think they took this as their baby and they made sure every line meant something. Every character, you know, has a story arc. And I feel I kind of have a, there's like a, it's like a kind of a weird thing where I feel like the new creators and they may, you know, whatever, the new creators just do not have the same passion because it's not their, it's not their baby. 
you know, they're taking over someone else's stuff. And I feel like they don't have the same passion to continue the story in the way that it's supposed to be continued. And uh, we'll see. Well, I will say Don, Don Scardino, who, um, who uh, not Scardino. Oh my gosh. Don, Don Michael Paul. There's two Dons I've worked with in the past. Um, yeah, Don Michael Paul, who helped kind of like co-write uh, the last couple ones. So at least they got someone yeah. to be, instead of a different director, different writer, every single one. So he's really, I think he's, I mean, again, I haven't really seen the last, the last ones. I've only seen the first one. Okay. And, uh, but I was very happy, at least script wise. I haven't seen the movie yet, but script wise, I thought it was a lot of fun because without having seen a lot of the old stuff, they bring back a lot of things and ideas. Uh, oh, yeah. so hopefully that has a little bit of that connectivity that you're wishing for. <laughs> it was just weird. I don't know. It was just like, it's, it's hard to explain, I guess. It's just, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not a diehard Tremors fan. Like some of these people, some of these people will, you know, they have Tremors tattoos and fucking whatever. <laughs> but, I, but, uh, but I feel like, I, I, I feel like I definitely can appreciate what the original creators are doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just, like, there's some, there's just some kind of, some, something is missing within that magic. And I don't know if it's just uh, within, within the writing. I feel like visually, visually the new Tremors look amazing. Uh, there's a lot of good scenes, a lot of fun uh, lines from Michael Gross, but uh, just and I, that's why I said I, I ranked five really high, uh, but I feel like just six just wasn't that good. And hopefully, hopefully seven is amazing though. And I, I I'm hearing good things about it. You know, a lot of apparently it's leaked online, and so a lot of people have seen it. And uh, I'm hearing that uh, it's really good. A lot of people are upset about some of the uh, the ending things that I will not spoil. <laughs> but uh yeah. but other than that other than that everyone's uh saying pretty positive things about uh about the movie so far and i gotta Good. say like hearing Good. that you're in it kind of resparks my interest and in, like i i ain't seen tremors since tremors 2 and i didn't even know jamie kennedy was in it but i'm not a huge jamie kennedy fan why not uh we'll get to that later uh but anyways <laughs> uh but i am a huge fan of you and to hear that you're in it is just like you know what i will check that out you know <laughs> <laughs> oh cool yeah no I, I and that was the main the main thing that drew to me drew me to was like i liked the kind of refreshing it and putting it in the jungle because it felt i mean reading the script i was like this is like jurassic park meets predator in a much kind of smaller level yeah, but I'm really sold <laughs> um i was and i think they cut it out so i could tell you right now because i think they had to cut out a lot of lines i don't know if it was just timing there's so much that they shoot that they just have to cut out but my character is always obsessed with like predator and so arnold schwarzenegger so he's always dropping predator references because yeah. he's like this is a jungle something's hunting us so he's oh my always... God, that's, and you're saying all those lines got cut out like he, he made I think a lot out. of that stuff got cut i'm not sure if all of it did but you know that's the one thing as an actor you know not being in and being someone of the comic relief i'm just trying to throw in anything that i can knowing that they're going to be trimming yeah so you just so much. and whatever they keep they keep and well yeah. yeah and so much is just keep that story moving and so you know while you're giving dialogue that's pushing the story along you're trying to throw in stuff but so often in comedies you know they people will throw in, you know, ad lib stuff at the beginning, at the ending of lines and at the ending of scenes, just to throw something. And you know, so much of that is getting cut because they just have to move on. Yeah. So. yeah. 
Well, that, so that's, if that's, I'm not that really funny, funny, it's because they cut all my stuff. They <laughs> <laughs> cut all my stuff. Uh, some people were saying they 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 felt like uh, you could have been in a, you could have like been in some more scenes a little bit more. I think they 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 felt like uh, you you were underused a tiny bit. But um, leave them wanting wanting more. That's what that's what do. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's what it is. Fucking trimmers eight, bro. Trimmers eight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, so yeah, trimmers <laughs> comes out. October 20. That is literally like if, if it's I, not too if far you are now. if you are uh, watching this, listening to it on your Apple podcast or whatever, Spotify, uh, Pandora Radio, wherever you listen to your podcast, if you're listening to this right now and it's October 20th, 2020 and or past. Go watch Trimmer 7. It's going to be fun stuff. <laughs> uh, we got a few <laughs> we got a few more random uh, random questions to talk to you about. Um, I, I, we had some people send in some questions that we could ask you and here's a random one if you could lead if you could be the lead in a band biopic so i guess like a you know a group band you know biopic which would it be creed or nickelback oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) they had to give me a choice (laughs) oh probably creed I don't know if they're serious. That's like, sounds like, a, but I think it'd be awesome because that guy, I think the Creed leads uh, Scott Stapp, right? No. Yeah. Stapp. Uh, <coughs> Am I thinking? No. <laughs> Scott Stapp, right? Is that, is that the lead singer of Creed? Oh, dude, don't make me lie to you. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I, I, I should know his name because I, I think I just seen I him doing a Scott solo Stapp, tour. Something like that. Anyway. He's gotten so, I mean, Creed is almost known like he's gotten so much flack for like just their crappiness and, and, and so much, you know, crud in the past. That might be an interesting, yeah. I don't want to play it when they're popular, play it when he's kind of having to deal with all the hate and all the, the, the cruddiness. And that might be an interesting take. And, and yet I still get to like, you know, do some sweet imitations, get some long hair. Like, yeah. can you take me? I can see it now. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite plays Creed. <laughs> People are like, what? The biopic no one ever asked for. Hey, it, it, it would get you an Oscar. Now, that's how you do it. Comical uh, choices like that. If you could do a biopic of a band, no, no uh, choice selects. Like, what would it be like if you could have your own choice? Oh man, um, you know when I was in college, everybody said I looked like Tom Petty. I don't know that would be that would be interesting. You're like, I don't know um, if I still do, but you know. Yeah, I mean Tom Petty's sweet, and, uh, yeah, Tom and Petty's he's awesome. had a bit of a. I don't know what his life is like, so I don't know if you know. Um, it's like turns out that might be a boring story if everything was just chill for him. You know, yeah, know everything's just chill. Like, like yeah, yeah, there. you know, I just. Yeah. <laughs> To the point. <laughs> Let's roll another. Jo- I'm sorry. I was about something else. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Oh, you're just speaking in song. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, Tom Betty might might have been fun, or uh, or if they did a you know a biopic of the Hanson brothers. Um, oh like, my god. <laughs> 
Mbop. <laughs> I can't even like like I don't even know what that chorus is. I, it's like Mbop question mark question mark question mark. Question mark. <laughs> 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 I think it'd oh, be I don't. I think it'd be hilarious. One of the Hanson brothers, like the oldest one or some shit. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you pick a boy band. Do a biopic of a boy band and play one of the members. Oh yeah, so in sync. You're Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, like yes, I would. I would play yeah, just like, yes. like the sexy one, you know. Yeah. And, but it, you get like a bunch of other comedians playing all the other roles, yeah, and just, you play it totally seriously. But like, like you and the you Adam know, Sandler also crew, make it know? a comedy. I don't know. This summer, ninety yeah. degrees is bad. <laughs> ninety. Oh, dude, I forget about them sometimes. Or like yeah. this summer, Napoleon Dynamite dude, is just a biopic about. Uh, is it 90? Wait, what was Justin Timberlake? It was 98 degrees, right? No, in sync, in sync, in sync versus Backstreet Boys, and do like in sync v Backstreet Boys, like yeah, like that's what the movie's Superman. called. You have a big cast of all the guys in both bands, and it's a quasi uh biopic slash like action film because you do half truth. <laughs> Kind of show their rise to fame, but then the second half of the movie is them literally battling each other. Directed oh. by Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, but who would he play? Because he would just put himself in. Oh every yeah, he could direct a movie. Yes, like, he could. He could. He could play one of the. Um, well, there they could be like random other boy Joey bands that show up. LFO. LFO five. <laughs> I don't. No, no one remembers five, but I remember uh, five. five. No, he yeah, played. He played. Uh, he played Joey Fatone. Whoever sings that song about come the year three thousand busted that England it's an England boy band <laughs> England boy. Dude, England. yeah but you have all these other guys all these other boy bands coming in to start you know to join the fight but I think it'd be hilarious to do like a battle and then and then new kids on the block show up and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with, that had uh, Donnie Wahlberg in it didn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> He shows up with all his friends. The Mark, Rock. Mark Wahlberg shows no, up look. as Marky Mark. No, no, <laughs> yeah. F it. you're gonna play Dwayne Johnson as Mark Wahlberg's best friend. And you're gonna be- as Mark Wahlberg's best friend. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Wait, I feel like they were in something together. Were they? Yeah, but Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I think you. I think you could pull off a Chad Kroger. Who's that? Chad, a uh, lead singer of uh. uh Nickelback. Yeah. yeah, you can pull off a good Chad Kroger, Nickelback. Okay, all Nickelback right. something. Uh, I, I mean, I'm more of a corn. <laughs> I know I'd a- get Corn's blessing because uh, Corn is a big fan, so I feel like I get their blessing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what, to do a Corn biopic, like corn Jonathan Davis. Biopic. Yeah, <laughs> I would fucking watch that, dude. <laughs> Jonathan Davis. I want to do a Huba Stink biopic just so that the movie could be called Huba Stink. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. This summer, Huba, Huba Stinks. Stink. No. Huba stink. <laughs> That's funny. Shit. Oh man, uh, these are movies I would watch. I'm it, not gonna uh, lie. Obviously, <laughs> uh, one of the other questions we kept getting asking is, uh, if you were in, a, if you were to, you know, go to Disney and be in one of these Marvel movies, what uh, is there any character you would play? You mean one that hasn't been on the screen yet, or like taking the place of? Uh, hasn't one that hasn't been played yet? Jeez, I don't know my or, comic book guys. They've all been done. Ever, I swear they've done everybody. It could um, be like Pumpkinhead. Well, there's there's a, Pumpkinhead. Yeah, like <laughs> the ones they haven't done. You got to be like a super comic nerd to be like, yeah, oh, well, they I haven't done Moon Knight yet and shit like they're that. They're about to do Moon Knight. Yeah, shut up. That's the only fucking example. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I never. They never have done 
Is it called the Power Twins, right? I think that's a DC. Yeah, but they haven't done that. They have. No, 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 they, they haven't like, done the Power Twins. DC. Which is weird <laughs> yeah, because I think the Power Twins are a boy and girl. And I always, growing up, I always thought, ooh, we could be the Power Twins because I'm a twin myself, but it's, I don't have a girl twin. I have an identical twin. So I don't know if you change it or something, but I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Power Twins would be fun. <laughs> so, yeah, you do, you do have a, you have like brothers, don't you? You have two brothers? I have four brothers. Four brothers? Yeah. yeah. And uh, what is this greasy entertainment? Is that, is that your thing? Is that y'all's brother? Uh, it was, you know, like once, uh, once upon a time ago, um, it was kind of a banner that we use and we still use kind of if we, you know, make something together, but you know, they're all, they're all in the industry, but one works, uh, one of my brothers works for like, uh, Warner brothers game company. So oh, video okay. game. So it's kind of in the industry, but kind of not, um, and it's my other brother, my other brother actually works on most of the Marvel films doing uh, animation. Oh, uh, hell yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool stuff, man. Uh, I guess there's one more movie that's, I, I didn't know if I was going to ask you the, about the movie or not, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you. Uh, I guess you, you were in a movie. I don't know how, how big your role is in the film, but uh, Killing, was it Killing Winston something? Killing Winston. Killing Winston filmed, Jones. Killing oh, Winston Jones. such a sad it was story. Filmed well, eight years ago. It was filmed eight years ago, and it's still not out. Oh, because no, the high that's dude what I mean. when you were talking I about? I don't know yet. Films, films get shelved. And this is one of those instances. It was an independent film, and it was simply the the producers. As far as I know, I you know, being an actor, you don't get you're not always on the inside of the the inside track of the knowing what's going on. But as far as I know, it's all just ego wars and stuff like oh, that. Really? You know, like I think the producer had a different idea about how he wanted it out and wanted the cut, and the director who was a buddy and who you know. He made the movie the way he wanted it to, but like the, I think the producer had a disagreement and it was all an ego power play. And I think the producer just shelved it or just never like really. So, it. so like, so how, yeah. So how it's does that, wait, so how does that work though? They, they can just shelve it. They don't like the director they doesn't can have do anything they want. I mean, tr granted, you know, you pay all your crew, your actors pay everybody involved to do it. And ideally you make your money back by releasing the film yeah, and hopefully people seeing it. But I don't know, like, why would you even try to release it? Maybe it's because it didn't get the final. Okay. With the, by the director, but try to make some of that money back. Cause we had a great cast. We had a great time making it. I was, I mean, I'm totally bummed because I really wanted to see yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's fucking Richard. Yeah, that's, it's that's, Richard Dreyfus. How are you going to cancel Richard, Richard Dreyfus? Uh, Danny Masterson is kind of the lead, but we had Richard Dreyfus and uh, um, um, from, uh, oh my gosh, what's I'm blanking on his name. Um, Danny Glover. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, Danny Glover, Richard Dreyfus, uh, And uh, yeah, it was a great time. It's yeah. a shame that that happens at all, ever. Yeah, know? it was funny because yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> luckily, it hasn't happened to me a lot, but just knowing that it can, and it is so, it's so mind-boggling because uh, you're like, what we like? So many people put all this work into this film, and you're gonna be like doing this power play and just being a Man. punk and not. That's, yeah, that's what and, I'm saying. Like, so the people director want to see it. People hear about it. Yeah, the director can't release it. The director doesn't have any. The director doesn't have any legal claim over it. 
You know what I mean? He doesn't own it. It's not his company. How so. does that happen? If I was a I director, <laughs> I'd be losing my shit. If I was, yeah. Yeah. I would like leak it. You know, I'm like, you're, you're wasting my damn time with this. <laughs> you wasted my. Seriously. That's how I feel. Does that feel that way? Like, like they kind of wasted your time, even though you were paid for it. Well, I mean, it's hard. No, you wish you had that. It didn't feel like a waste of time because one. It's experience. The more every film you do, I mean, the experience involves so much stuff. You're you're learning more. You're learning more from just your acting experience and you're you know practicing doing that. Uh, you meet people that I met a guy. The guy who wrote it, we became writing partners and did stuff together. So and the rest of the cast, uh, really good friends with. So you meet people. You work with. I absolutely don't. And, and I was paid, so I don't regret it. And I, I didn't feel like it was a waste of my time. I feel like it was a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> like their money, not like, even your why money. Why would you? Someone wasted money. It might have been a waste of time and money for them because I don't know if they learned from it. I don't think the producers have done anything since. I haven't really looked it up, so maybe they have. And maybe they did learn from it. But if they learned from it, then you would think, all right, we have learned and normally with learning, learning, there's humility, there's change and you go back and you release and see your wrongs. But the fact that they never, you know, they, now it's been about, yeah, eight years. And I don't know if that's yeah. been too long, but uh, you know, we're all good looking actors. We haven't aged that much. You can yeah, release, right. <laughs> you can release uh, it tomorrow and yeah. it lo still looks fresh. Yeah, I, I get surprised of how long some movie. I think uh, that Eddie Murphy, a thousand words movie, it took ten years to release. No like way. it was shelved for like ten. Yeah, that a thousand words with Eddie Murphy. Did you ever watch see that? No, like, I didn't. Really, yeah, it was I, like I ten years. It took ten years for them to release it, release it in theaters. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> and what? it was like it, 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 it. Funny enough, it it was a it was an okay movie, but it felt like man, this should have came out. I don't ten know. Years ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That recalls me. Uh, like uh, I recall you telling me how when Red Dawn came out, like Red Dawn wasn't gonna come out at all, but then Chris Hemsworth's population blew up because of Thor, so they released Red Dawn. But Red Dawn almost ended up shelved. Do you recall telling me? Yes. That? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> huh. and that's it. And uh, dude, I'm a huge. I'm probably the only one. I'm like a huge fan of the 2012 Red Dawn remake. The only one, maybe. But uh, I'm yeah, so glad that didn't a... happen. But you <laughs> like the first one more, right? Yeah, so uh, yeah, let's talk about something else. No, he doesn't like. I, I'm, I, dude, I'm, I'm a sucker for remakes and reboots. Like, I, I like the first one, he, but like, it, he hates. Ones, he hates old movies. I, I don't hate oh. old movies. I hate old action movies. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> but they have such a. I mean, granted, the action is dated, but when you have action, when action meets substance, that's yeah. what older movies had and the reboots normally don't yeah, i mean well, I just, and also the memory the the nostalgia for me red dawn as a kid watching these parachuters come down and shoot up a classroom and yeah, kill the see, teachers and, and the thing. idea of like right. you're a kid like, and now you're surviving that was like that sticks with me you watch the reboot and you don't have any of those feelings you, you, he is right about that because i recall seeing that scene and i was just like 
I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, holy shit, that, that teacher just got shot up by, by a soldier. And yeah. I don't know, it was just like when in the reboot, you know, the scene where they have that going on with the with the planes and the paratroopers and the plane explodes and it hits the house next to them and, it's, and there's a huge explosion and everyone's freaking out. And I'm on the edge of my seat like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and like, I don't know, Red yeah, Dawn, did, yeah. the, the, the old one didn't put me on the edge of my seat, you know? This is the guy that keeps Michael Bay in work. <laughs> almost you you have now met the audience <laughs> no, the demographic. you met the demographic <laughs> this is yeah friday the 13th redux yeah <laughs> oh man i was just gonna mention how i'm a fan of that movie now i feel Fuck. like i shouldn't <laughs> no the no, original is no, really, way better that, that's not a good friday. example but i did like the remake of nightmare on elm street like uh, now i didn't see every- that one well, see, like, it, when I look back on the old Freddy movies, like, Freddy's just kind of campy and corny, and he makes me mm-hmm. laugh more than anything. But, like, this new Freddy was, I thought he was creepy as fuck, you know? All right. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Voorhees throws away his machete for dual machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> and they're sweeping. Right. I'm not that easily Helicopter <laughs> shots going around him. I enjoy a good script and substance and all that. It's just, uh, the, you know... I feel so attacked right now. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> so, so uh, you feel like you're in an action film that you'd like to watch right now, right? <laughs> so and we're uh, shooting <laughs> you down. <laughs> so, despite so despite the current climate we're in, I don't like to date date podcasts with like oh what we're doing right now because you know twenty years may be irrelevant. Uh, but uh, are you working on anything? Perhaps are you? Are you um, gonna- I am. Let's see. Right now, I'm just in talks for a couple. Um, you know, ne- just negotiating, like in the negotiating portion of a couple movies that I may be shooting uh, next year, but um, none of them are set in stone, so oh, okay. I can't say anything yet. Um, have you ever turned down a movie you now regret? Um, no, no, no regrets. Have you ever turned down a movie that are like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, like, oh, like okay. that? I turned down. Um. I don't know if I was ever straight up turned down. No, I don't think, uh, you know, there's probably movies I wanted to do. And, um, you know, like speaking of Michael Bay, they talked to me way back, right, right after Napoleon, but it wasn't an offer. It wasn't straight up an offer. It was more of like a lunch meeting kind of, kind of see, like it wasn't an audition, but to see if I'd be good for the Sam Witwicky character in the Transformer. Movie. Oh my God, that would have been fucking amazing. Man. But just again, you know, it was a sit down meeting. We talked and, you know. Like, God so, damn Shia LaBeouf. So you, so you were the breaking point. You were what made Shia LaBeouf go crazy. Like, <laughs> just think. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm sorry, yeah. you guys. Just, like, just think, if you would have done Transformers, you'd have a bag over your head in England. I'm not famous uh, anymore. <laughs> I mean, that you would've... did that to him. So that's what broke him. Is no, I don't... Yeah, I don't that's know. what you broke just... him. The you... fame of Transformers. That's what it was. I mean, he wasn't getting... I mean, it's like it was like holes in Transformers. You know, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So and it's... then more holes after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, hey, man. God, man, <laughs> that just fills me with regret. That's all I took from that conversation. Like, I... That would have been so much better if you were in it. You know, like Shalabov's great, but then he's not you, though. You know? Yeah, that, that would have been interesting. That would have definitely been an interesting choice. It would have been weird. I would exactly. Have been weird. It would have been so much like, 
oh man, just the possibilities, dude. <laughs> yeah, like especially if like you brought like a little element of Napoleon Dynamite to it. No, no, like, no, no. It was gonna be straight Napoleon Dynamite in Transformers. So he's gonna be like, <laughs> Megan, Megan Fox, do you want my tots? <laughs> <laughs> so do you like transform into like a nuclear weapon or something? <laughs> Yeah, I once had a Dodge uh, pickup that transfer. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I'm nothing. I lost it. <laughs> I, a, I thought I had something there. It was gone. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, uh, it's a. We've had you on for about an hour, man. Uh, uh, we we really enjoyed your time. We really enjoyed that you sat down with us. Um, uh, it's fun. It's fun talking yeah, to you. Man, it's fun I'm a huge yeah, man. And like, you know, I got a little giddy when I heard we, we were interviewing you and shit. You know? we, we hope that uh we hope you had fun talking to us and it wasn't like, oh, I should have skipped it again today. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Thanks, guys. I love no, this is the first real kind of interview doing for Tremors as well. Cause I was like, I gotta start getting on my social media and, and you know uh pushing that but i'm excited like i was i had i I, you know i tell people i don't know how the movie's going to turn out but i had the time of my life making it and i will all i will never forget it It was so much fun so if it means more of that kind of fun shenanigans i would i would i'm signing up for more hopefully hell yeah yeah Trimmers 8 confirmed. Napoleon Di- no, yeah, yeah, Trim- Trimmers 8 confirmed. confirmed. Napoleon right Dynamite here. 2 Leaked. was Nacho Libre confirmed. And oh. uh, <laughs> and uh, Transformers, whatever, uh, Revenge of the Next Gen. <laughs> Revenge <laughs> of the new Sam Wiki. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, they can have Shia LaBeouf transform into John Hedder. <laughs> he was a transformer the whole time <laughs> that's amazing all right man thank you so much is there anything that we missed that you would like to plug shout out and whatnot before we close this out no i uh that was fun that was great <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah it's been a pleasure talking to you been man. a pleasure uh goodbyes are always weird <laughs> yeah. we can say goodbye for like 30 more minutes if you let us <laughs> all right man i will catch you later all right have a good one all right bye man andy (laughs) quit you shouldn't have drank in it yet Uh, it's at the same time yeah well like you did like you have no idea what this beer is gonna taste like no idea it's in the name bro tiger blood actually tastes like a woo! look at that color i know it's so unpure like this Whatever, it's a beer. sour. It's Berlin Wise. Oh my God, quick and sours. It's a Berliner Wise. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Berliner Wise. I'm gonna make a complaint on sours this episode. Berliner Wise. Today, hey, I'm Adam. Are we recording right now? Yeah. Are we going? I'm Adam. Thing? I'm Adam. I'm Keenan. Oh, let me get away. We are opinions and beer. I didn't like that. Let me start over. I'm Keenan. I'm Adam. I'm Keenan. Adam. I don't like any of these. Opinions and beer. Kaden. <laughs> we just we just interviewed Napoleon Dynamite. I'm sure you've seen us sipping on that beer right here. This is Tiger's Blood by Struggle Street Brewing Company in Beaumont, Texas. This is a six uh, percent Berliner Weiss brewed on Tiger Blood Snow Code. That's right. This that's watermelon, strawberries, and coconut are the three flavors you're supposed to be tasting when you taste this drink. Light coconut. I think Tiger Blood is light coconut, strawberry watermelon. So we're going to, you've seen us drinking it, but we're going to drink it here for you. Like we never drank it before. Like we never drank it before and give a review. 
I hope you enjoyed the interview. Pretend you didn't with see John Hedder. John Hedder was with a John Hedder. It was a fun guest. It was. Or was it? <laughs> they, shut up. We assume. We recorded this before. It's, it's all no, it's, no, no. You don't tell them our secrets. It's movie magic. I was gonna. I was thinking the same thing. That's our movie magic. Look. We're going in and out because we are in the matrix start of the beer world. Shitty. That's why we're going. Oh in and my out. god! I'm gonna try this beer. All right, let's try this fucking candy oh, beer. That's good. It deserves an umbrella. This is a candy beer. Snow cone. It tastes like snow cone. What is that? It's tiger blood. Is the flavor? Yes. Struggle tart is the name of the beer. Tiger blood struggle struggle tart. What's well, a Berl- They call their Berliner Weisses struggle tarts to be struggle street. It's unique. And I'm so fucking tired of that. Haven't you? It's like I swear the last three times I was drinking with this you. This is the last sour. Sours. <laughs> everything. This is the last sour I have. Everything else is either IPAs or Imperial bourbon barrel stouts. Actual beer flavored beer. Well, well. <laughs> one's German chocolate cake. Anyway, oh my god! <laughs> but you, know, uh, you are ten plus. So, do you taste? Do you taste any of the three flavors you're supposed to taste when you drink this? What are the three flavors? Strawberry, mm. watermelon, coconut. I taste strawberry and watermelon. Oh, I can smell coconut. I taste coconut at the back end. But I've had enough coconut beers now that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it. there. It's there. Oh, yeah, it's there. It's there. I taste... The watermelon strawberry is a little bit of blend for me. But I think I taste more watermelon than I do strawberry. I'm not sure. It you, just, like a... you just ate a watermelon. What do you taste more? The strawberry more, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And also, I just can't get over the fact that this tastes like a goddamn sweet tart. <laughs> That's most struggle. Yeah, candy. Most of it tastes like melted alcoholic candy. Six percent. I like a beer flavored beer. <laughs> it's for. Uh, are you some sort person. of? Are you some sort of purist? <laughs> elitist. I prefer the term elitist <laughs> or beer? gatekeeper. I will accept gatekeeper. I like beer flavored beer. I do because I'm a man and beer is good. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of complaints. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of complaints about sours. Like I like beer that tastes like beer and then well like this is for then, people that's like they want to drink beer but they don't want those to same taste people hate ipas and IPAs which is like the most beer tasting tasting beer out there yeah it's this it's like, the most crafty tasting beer <clears throat> that's like people are like i like beer tasting beer but then like ipa is like oh that's too beer tasting beer right so i'm they probably like somewhere in the middle or stouts like, bourbon right. you know what they like bourbon bourbon, bourbon barrel stouts and they, right. they don't even like beer they like bourbon they just like uh they like liquor a junk vloggers they like liquor but can't afford it yeah <laughs> ain't as good as a Coors light yeah right right silver uh, bullet i don't know man struggle street i think struggle street delivers with these berliner weisses even yeah. though you don't like it but I, well it's like I, I don't not not like it i i think pb and j Solid that they did. Uh, almost all their beers they do solid. 
it's solid in what they're aiming for. It's definitely not what I want in my but that, beer, but but that's it's solid. Like you can tell the mark. You, you know? can tell that's what they've become known for, and so yeah. they're gonna keep pumping out. What tripped me out, and, and, and in hindsight, it shouldn't trip me out because there's yeast in beer, but it's like peanut butter and jelly sour. That was a sour, right? Yes. All right, the peanut butter and jelly sour. You could taste the goddamn bread and the jelly peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's <laughs> like drinking a peanut butter and jelly sandwich all the way to the even the bread. Hell yeah. You could taste the bread because you could taste, you know, the yeast. Oh man. We are about to have the interview we just had. Yeah. We have like 10 minutes. Time works differently for us. You are you are watching this like this is tenant. That's what it is. We are the tenant. Our well, interviews I was thinking more Tenet. along the line of a I never watched Tenet, but I know the plot. No, yeah, I was thinking more. Oh my god, I just of... seen the plot for Soul. I'm trying. It was horrible. You know, go ahead, talk. That's for another. That's for <laughs> another episode, maybe. I was thinking more along the lines of a Quentin Tarantino Trimmer. movie. What's your favorite Tremors movie? I never asked you. That's like one or two. Yeah, probably one. <laughs> you you didn't like three? I think that's when they started. I love you know what I love the TV series. That was my favorite. The TV series is probably my favorite for some weird reason. Um, I've never seen it. You know, did you know that the first episode of the t- of the TV series is still to this day the number one viewed sci-fi debut show ever? That's we're talking about the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, that's Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> they had they had crazy stuff that is big in fans, Stargate stuff and. Farscape, all kinds of weird things they did. The thing about the sci-fi genre, like just because it was big in fans, doesn't mean it's great cinematography or it's great cinema. The first episode, Tremors. Like you just said, the word Sharknado. (laughs) Like, are you saying that's a good movie? Gosh, (laughs) yeah. Your opinions freaking suck. (laughs) This is like you gotta you gotta hold your pinky out when you drink this one. It's like sours are kind of like, no, I almost lied to you. Lambics are the wine of beer. Sours are the candy of beer, the candy wine. They really, I was going to say, they, they had like a, it just makes me recall some kind of sweet wine I've had. Some sparkling wine dead. shit. I'm, I died for a second. Anyways, what do you give this beer? Hmm. Mm, I'm I guess a, a six. That differs from my rating. I'm glad you gave yours first. <laughs> my rating. This is a nine out of ten. I will never give a sour that high of a number. Never? No. I give it above a five because it does not taste bad. It just does not taste. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> it just it don't taste like a beer. It don't taste like a well, beer. Well, that's it don't taste like a beer. That's just your opinion. Because and that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.